This is episode 638 for September 2020, and you're listening to the Spider-Man Crawl Space Podcast, and I'm your host, Brett Douglas. That opening song is a cover of the Spider-Man theme song by a YouTuber by the name of It's Winter Productions. Very cool versions. It's short, but I love it. It's called Tavern Folk Cover. Uh, so Spider-Man as heard in a tavern. I'm sure that's happened before. <laughs> anyway, uh, I want to thank people that made this episode possible for you to listen to. They logged on to patreon.com slash crawlspace, and they support the site each and every month. So a thank you goes out to Ghost Spider 2018, JR, Robert, Frazetta Hulk, Frederick, Josh, Kelly, Laura, Matt, Michael2099, Mohammed, Noah, Patrick, Sarah, Vinkman, Walter, Will, hashtag something good for you. AJ, Andrew, Anthony, Bob, Craig, Dowd, Datboy, Donnie, Eric, Hafskimo, Ira, Jay, Jared, John, Jay, John P, Curtis, Michael K, Patrick, Ricky, Sam, Scott, Stephen, Stuart, Symbiobro, Thomas, and Valentin and Nick. So again, log on to patreon.com slash crawlspace. And you can also get some exclusive episodes like our monthly Spider Satellite. And also some Who is Kindred uh, podcasts and a Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man 2 DVD commentary of us all watching the movie together and giving our two cents, which is absolutely hysterical. All available for Patreon members as a thank you for helping me pay the bills, which come in each and every month. One more time, patreon.com slash crawlspace. All right, on to reviews. Hey, crawlspacers, welcome to our review show. Let's introduce the panel. We got Kelly. What's going on, Kelly? Hey, nothing much. Just dog sitting and reading comic books. There, well, so are you getting paid at least to dog sit and read comic books? Um, my roommate so it's it's my roommate's dog so i don't feel like yeah. it's real dog sitting so i told them they didn't have to pay me and they yeah. bought me a succulent with comic book it's like a comic book printed uh like pot and it's, it's oh yeah. so it's okay so they paid you in pot that sounds really bad no they paid me in the succulent that's the okay. plant it's it's the uh it's the millennium uh basic girl uh equivalent of a thank you okay that's cool <laughs> you know pumpkin cool. spice or a succulent oh we're getting close to the pumpkin spice <laughs> time of year too so there you Wait, go that, that close to 30 it's already years. out oh it the is succ- it's you know, the succulent didn't darren mcgavin fight one of those in uh, the old night stalker tv show he fought a succulent jr wasn't that something like that yeah well yeah. some of them are yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, never mind <laughs> Uh, speaking of old men, there's Jr. What's going on, Jr.? <laughs> there's an old man here. Where? Where? <laughs> well, the old man's in a new chair. I can't get over <laughs> this chair. You upgraded again. You got me a new no, no. angle on your camera. You got a new chair. You got a new no. ticker in there too. In that heart that's three sizes just, too small. I'm just. Uh, I'm just. Uh, uh, I have a new lease on life and everything, you know, I mean, uh, you know, I have a, you know, but right now though, I'm being triggered by Kelly's background. I'm starting to have uh, I'm, I'm oh, probably oh, about I, halfway, I can change it. <laughs> about halfway through, like I'll it. probably start having, I'll probably start having seizures. Uh, well, and, uh, and the oh only way gosh. to get you back in the chair is a Spider-Man push-up from that old topic we did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have, uh, wh- who, who just wrote in 
will the dog make an appearance? Vinkman wants to know, Kelly, is the dog going to make an appearance? Vinkman, the dog did make an appearance. I imagine it'll make an Yeah. No, I'm, I'm sure. Right now, uh, Luna is going all over my bedroom floor and no she's trying to find um yeah. something some okay. kind of trouble she's not gonna find mm -hmm. it but you know let her yep. let her roam can bomb spice there you go jr that's what you ordered <laughs> yeah. starbucks didn't mm -hmm. it? <laughs> uh, there you oh, go yeah. we got mike what's mike, going on mine, mine has to have metamucil in it so i have to have the oh, metamucil geez. version geez. So. Mike, what's going on, sir? You didn't, have to turn you didn't have to turn off the background. I was just joking. <laughs> huh. Well, okay. it's off now. Well, I'm we, we don't want to. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Nicole. That's all right. No, I mean, I just, uh, I'm just, uh, I, I was fascinated by the conversation about backlighting and everything like this. Uh, speaking of uh, stuff that's new, um, I am speaking to you from a new computer because my True. old one finally died. So you kind of know, maybe notice it's a little bit wider, a little bit screen wise. Um, you also, have a four by three cam. Yeah. Now you got by nine, which is nice. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. Um, also, um, I know this is probably not Spider-Man related, but although I think we should, you know, you know, RIP uh, Chadwick Boseman. Um, yeah, we talked about him before he got here, okay. but yes, I agree. Okay, yeah, I didn't know because I just got because I just got home too, but yeah. I just you know you know southern thing, but yeah, not to damper anyone's spirits, but I think yeah. you know, still, but yeah, it's kind of sad and sudden too. Yeah. Um, uh, Dark Mark in the house. What's going on, Mark? How are you, buddy? I can see oh, you. Right. In the dark. Yeah. I uh, well, the last the last time it was uh, a little a little too dark for it. I survived two weeks of school, so uh, there you go, buddy. Yeah, good job. There you go. But you, you, it was virtual school, right? You were virtual online. School. Virtual yeah. school has its own challenges involved with that, but uh, yeah. yeah, pros and cons. No doubt. And Javi, what's going on, Javi? Hey guys, how are you, buddy? Hanging in there, man. It's hot. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. how, that, how, did you have a long day at work? <laughs> you yeah. Were you long you day were at work worried and, that you weren't going to have any energy after work, and yeah. I can relate to that, brother. And that storm that was going to hit didn't really hit us as much as it moved to the uh, east. Uh, so good. no rain, just lots and lots of sun. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Mike talked about it earlier about he got a new PC because his old one died. George yeah. had a, a PC yeah. that died. So George, yeah, it's tis the season apparently. Tis the season apparently. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah. So but hopefully he's going to get one Monday. Apparently. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's uh, let's see. Half the viewers are going to be having seizures from Kelly's lights. Wave at Kelly's place. <laughs> so after party, there you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'll I'll turn them back on for karaoke. Oh, very mm -hmm. nice. Yeah. After this episode, <laughs> you got to oh, set we, the mood. We better yep. get on it. we got yeah. a karaoke episode at nine. Okay. Hold exactly. on. And three books to cover. Three books I to know. cover. Oh. JR, ASM 845, Sins Rising. Take me through this. All right. Well, uh, we begin with an opening that is uh, rather reminiscent, perhaps deliberately so, uh, of Spectacular Spider-Man number 107. Uh, where here we get uh, George's favorite Peter Parker X, uh, Carly Cooper, uh, okay. reminiscing uh, or narrating her life story, which if you remember uh, Spectacular 107, 
you actually it started out with Jean DeWolf narrating her life story oh my gosh. Uh, and her involvement in the police and her father yeah. and her stepfather's involvement in the police. So mm-hmm. uh, uh, considering the involvement of the Sin Eater, the, that could be a b- deliberate homage. Um, so anyway, but, you know, we find out about Carly's background and how her father was uh, uh, her hero. And then he turned out not to be such a good guy because he was uh, he was uh, had faked his own death with the help of Mysterio, um, you know, who was making all kinds of crooks disappear. Uh, and, uh, Norman Osborn was even soliciting Mysterio's disapp- uh, help to make Harry's death, uh, to fake Harry's death, uh, because Norman being the mastermind of the clone saga, the clone saga who faked his own death, you know, needed Mysterio to help him fake someone else's death, but, uh, whatever, like I say, in the airplane movies, that's not important right now. Uh, so Carly tells us of her encounter with the goblin formula, leaving town, coming back. And now she's forensic sciencing some corpses on the t- table in the morgue, which we'll get back to later. So, so we switched to Peter Parker uh, watching a production of Hamlet all by himself, <laughs> although he don't want to be all by himself anymore um, because Mary Jane didn't come back from L.A. like she was supposed to because she's a headliner of her own monthly title. You know, and with a solo title comes great responsibility. So, well, some dude comes hot rodding through crowded streets. Uh, bowling over pedestrians. So Peter changes to Spider-Man and finds out that it's Overdrive, his old pal Overdrive, who, of course, also dates back to, to Brand New Day. Uh, but Overdrive just can't drive 55 uh, because he's being pursued <laughs> by the Sin Eater. Okay. JR will be quoting songs from 30 to 40 years ago throughout well, the since I'm, well, since I'm not yeah. participating in karaoke, I'm, you know, going to oh, get it. Why get not? Come on, well, JR. The fans demand it. So anyway, so Overdrive crashes and uh, Spidey drags him into an abandoned construction site. But Overdrive, Overdrive is babbling the whole way about how he really didn't want to be a bad guy. He wanted to be like Spider-Man. So he says, you know, he says, uh, Obi-Doo, I want to be like you. I want to walk like you, talk like you, too. Uh, he got a true hoo-hoo. That's an ape like me. Can learn so, to be. Likes, take me home, daddy. <laughs> so Spider-Man, um, you know, the anyway, they are in this abandoned construction site. Spider-Man faces down the face of the Sin Eater, who's wearing Gene Dwarf's police badge, of all things. And we get a couple of pages of exposition, background on the Sin Eater, background on Stan Carter. Um, and although Spidey addresses the Sin Eater as Stan, uh, the Sin Eater keeps referring to Stan in the third person, which I thought was kind of interesting. Uh, but babbles about, the Sin Eater babbles about how he's found his, his true calling now. Uh, that he's going to rescue lost souls and those whose souls can't be saved. He's going to, cl- or he's going to cleanse them. Um, and then we find out why he's after overdrive. Cause he makes a reference to uh, nine uh, policemen and women who were, were murdered uh, at some undisclosed point in time. Um, and uh, so he takes a shot at the uh, at overdrive, which Spider-Man jumps in the way of, but the shot, like magically goes through Spider-Man and, uh, and uh, hits overdrive. So, you know, Overdrive um, Overdrive appears to die in Spider-Man's arms, 
And, uh, you know, the sin here says, Hey, I actually did the dude a favor. You know, I cleanse the soul, cleanse the sin. I've taken his sins as my own. And Spider-Man says, Oh, so I guess you're going to do me the same favor. eh?" and seeing here goes, Oh no, buddy, nobody, nobody. No, 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 no. Not me. The one who called me, he has a plan for you, you know? So, and then the scene eater goes, you know, TTF in ta-ta for now, you know, and he, and he bounds away going, the wonderful thing about scene eaters, the scene eaters are wonderful things. Uh, so, so needless to say, this really gives Spider-Man the heebie-jeebies, you know, you know, and he's thinking that something, something is looking, you know, something, you know, is lurking behind all of this. Uh so then we circle back to George's favorite Peter Parker X, Carly Cooper, uh, Carly Cooper and corpse. Uh, there you go. Which, <laughs> it isn't the same scene, but there you go. Uh, the, which actually the corpse turns out to be overdrive. Hmm. So there's a problem. Overdrive is now missing the shotgun blast in his chest, you know, and Carly's going, Oh wow. You know, he just kind of pulled a Norman Osborne there. Didn't he? You know, I mean, he had a big hole in the chest and, and now it's healed, you know, healed like, you know, Benny Hinn, you know, healed. Uh, so, uh, so then overdrive opens his eyes and he springs to life to be continued, but that's yeah. not the end. That's not the end. Wait, that's there's the more. End. Well, yeah, there is more because there's a, the last page is a tribute to the comics legend, Denny O'Neill. And um, I thought you're going to hold it up. Let's see. It well, a little oh, bit. okay. Here we go. Yeah. There you go. And, uh, you know, after right what I've said, I, I'm going to have to uh, take back everything I said about Denny uh, in the past, because uh, I didn't realize the ha- the tremendous handicap that he was operating with, for example, um, you know, at, he, because he grew up, he grew up in a state Oh that, no! <laughs> he, he grew up in a state where where they vote where they vote for dead people, and, and they vote for people who have a 13th century understanding of gynecology, you know. And of oh, course, goodness. and of course, that state is Missouri. So, oh. so, so Denny, uh, it's a it's a it's a late it's a, it's a posthumous apology. But I, I had I had no idea, dude, that you were or operating with such a disability. So uh, forgive me for what I have said. Forgive me for my sins. Oh no, the sin eater is going to come after me and cleanse my soul now. I, I wish. You know? <laughs> Are you done? Are you done? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm here. I'm here. Let, let, let me uh, boost your ego. Austin says Jr. is prepping for karaoke. <laughs> I demand the Jr. musical. I'm a fan, and I demand it. Is Jr. going to stick around for karaoke? Uh, Jr. Turn on the dark. Says Hornacek. You want to turn on the dark and turn off the sound? I want to uh, see Jr. and turn off the dark goblin outfit. Is what Adam says. This is an extra whimsical JR review. <laughs> <sighs> Pour one out for more Mel Carnahan. <laughs> dead but never died. Turns out Overdrive was just mostly dead. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so your grade, you whimsical bastard. <laughs> what would you give it? Well, uh, you know, I'm I'm gonna give it a letter B, letter B, letter B, oh letter B. Uh, no, I'm gonna give it a B. I, uh, you know, I um, I don't know if you're gonna ask. For, you probably ask for pros and cons later. I, 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 I will. Let's go around the horn, Kelly. What's your grade? And if you can uh, sing it, 
and matched like JR just get extra points. <laughs> I I gave it up a, a B. I'm okay. I'm gonna hold my voice until karaoke because oh, okay. uh, Chad Kroger's hero is really low for me. Oh yeah. So I don't want to blow out my songs you're doing. Uh, Mike, what's your? Are you gonna let it be? <laughs> um, I'm gonna give it a be excellent to each other and party on, dudes. <laughs> so. Yeah. <laughs> you feeling good? I, I want to see it. Um, I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, but no, but technically, it's more of a B plus actually because yeah. I'll get to reasons why. So, yeah. I got a I got a B out of J. Kelly, what was yours again? B. And Mike is a B. Mark, mm-hmm. what's yours? B minus. <laughs> Are we going for another B out of Javi? No, I'm going to go with an A. There's mm, something okay. in the A that Mark Bagley brings. Oh, yeah. Uh, All right. I'll give you that. Yeah. I'm giving it a C. Lowest grade of the uh, I'm not digging the story. And at the all. most common and the most common musical chord, by the way, too. Uh, see. <laughs> 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 I'm just not digging it. Not digging it at all. Mm. Um, Josh says every JR review is whimsical. It's like having your grandpa read you a bedtime story. <laughs> That's funny because yeah. George once referred to it as having a drunk uncle read you a story. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, Austin says I like I like these issues more than I thought I would. A minus of Josh. SoFlo A plus. Yeah. This is the best Ooh. comic ever for SoFlo. Uh, that song is awesome. They say that a, okay. I don't know. Uh-huh. It's tonight's crawl space. It's going to be whose line game where they quote song titles. <laughs> Isn't every episode like that? Okay. Something uh, like that, pros, yeah. JR, your pros for that big beef that you got. That sounds well, <laughs> you know, it, it was, uh, <laughs> um, you know, it real quick, quick, I guess in a way it was the grandpa and the princess bride. Yeah. <laughs> I guess the uh, was that was that Billy Crystal was that he that the character yeah, he's referring to, uh, mm-hmm. but or was it Peter Falk? Maybe it was Peter Falk. Peter Falk. Peter Falk. Peter Falk. Peter Falk. Yeah, Columbo. Yeah. Columbo. Okay. Reading you a bedtime yeah. story. Just, just, uh, no, this, just one more thing, kid. Yeah. <laughs> this is the first thing. This is the first uh, time I really felt I was reading the beginning of a story instead of just uh, something that was marking time. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, even though, like, you know, Spidey doesn't, um, he's, you know, Spidey's uh, not so great with the horror elements, but this kind of reminded me of some of the early days of, or like when they first brought Carrion, uh, for example, where like the kind of the horror angle uh, worked, more or less. I mean, in instilling a genuinely Mm -hmm. creepy, you know, uh, a creepy vibe. And and so it was... uh, I like the art. I mean, you're talking about pros. I like the art, uh, for example. I, I don't know why it can't be consistent. and It, it, it changed the next couple of issues. Uh, yeah, but uh, I like the art this issue. And like I said, I thought this was a very nice, creepy intro to, unfortunately, what appears is going to be an overlong story. Josh wants to know uh, why JR gave it a higher grade to a current Spider-Man comic than Brad. Is it opposite day? No, Brad's just not digging it. Mm. Uh, I, I like... Uh, a little bit of Peter Parker in my life. I don't like all Spider-Man and all Carly Cooper in my books. Mm. Uh, so pros are, let's go around the horn. Anybody, let's anybody want to speak up first to what they did like. About I think Javi. Javi and I might have the same pro actually. Oh, go ahead. What is it? Um, Javi, you could go ahead. Uh, Cause I think I know what it's going to be. It probably has to do something with a certain Mark Bagley returning to the yeah. amazing Spider-Man. That was a pro. I'll give you that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can't, 
you can't be having Mark Bagley on a, on a book that you know he made his name on in the early nineties. Yeah, and there's uh, there's just something about it, and his style is just. I mean, they say practice makes perfect, and he's did like a hundred plus issues of Ultimate Spider-Man. I don't even know how many issues of Amazing Life Story. I mean, it just gets better and better every time he's back on the title. So, so having him back for something that hopefully will be a landmark or a conclusion is uh, it's pretty awesome. I think. Mm-hmm. Was that the same pro, Mike? Oh yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, I agree. I, mean, I don't think any, I don't think any of us hate Mark, Mark Bagley art. I think oh, we no. all, and he, and I think, and I agree with Mark you. Mark Bags? What? Well, oh, I here we go. Issue, but that's cons, right? So I'll just keep. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I I'm with Javi. I think Mark Bagley. He's he's one of those guys that has improved over time, even though stylistically you can still tell who it, who it is, but. It's just because he's definitely kind of evolved, I think, in terms of as an artist or anything like that. I mean, especially it's it's one of those. I mean, his stuff always kind of pops out, and it's always like so. You know, when he like you like, I agree with Javi. He's like when you know he's on the book, you know that something it's 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 worth. They're building to something worthwhile, and hopefully, which is why it's kind of a disappointment when we get the when we get the next artists in the next couple of issues and the parts and everything. But you know, yeah, yeah. but it gives it that classic feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of a classic Spider-Man story, and touching on what Jr. said, um, I mean, the intro being parallel to the death of Gene DeWolf. I mean, that's a hundred percent not a coincidence. I mean, mm-hmm. this is a guy that's referenced, you know, web, web spinners and a hundred million other different little Spider-Man things that I'd forgotten. I mean, mm-hmm. without a doubt, he's trying to conjure up the death of Gene DeWolf, kind of like how he did with uh, Hunted and mm-hmm. Craven's Last Hunt. And it's, you know, this seems to be a little tighter story than Hunted was. So hopefully he'll be able to to be more successful this time. And uh, so let's hear some other pros from those that like this book. So I will be. We, uh, uh, we finally got uh, Overdrive's name. Yes, we did. Oh, name again? I forget. James Baldwin. James Baldwin. Okay. Were you really watching like that? Brothers. I wasn't really. Man, I got to get that Overdrive name. <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't like, you know, oh my gosh, when will they ever give it to me? But it was nice, you know, because he's been around all this time. He was in the whole Superior's uh, Foes run, and we never knew him other than just Overdrive. So there's lots of uh, potential there. Well, he has been around for a decade since yeah. one mm-hmm. brand new day. And um, and Dark Mark has a fondness for bad villains, I know. So you <laughs> probably, you I really wanted to. Shakespeare, so, you know, there's a win-win oh. for me. Wow. There you go. <laughs> Uh, Kelly, any pros that we haven't mentioned that? I, I mean, really, it's just it's a good setup for for the story. So mm-hmm. I'm excited that it you know it it definitely feels like the beginning of something. Um, but other than that, I think it's you know it's mostly really Bagley's art and just the fact that we're fine. You know, it to me this this feels like the start of of the Kindred story. So I'm excited to like basically be able to like actually sink our teeth into this and Mm. you know, we're, we're we're ready to go. So that's, that's mostly my, my pro on it. Do you you guys think this is the end of the kindred story or are we just finally getting to who he is and now we're going to fight? This is the end of the beginning. And the end of the beginning. Okay. That makes sense. JR, uh, cons. It's your review. What do you got? 
Oh, well, I really didn't really. Uh, I, I don't I'm trying to think if I really have any cons. I mean, I, I, I thought it was a perfectly enjoyable issue. Um, no, I really didn't have any cons. Okay. Um, um, I do have ahead, I do Mike. have one. Um, Is it Mary Jane? No, 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 no. It's mainly because I think there was too many times where you had these exposition dumps. Like, oh, I remember blah, blah, blah. goes where, where Spencer mm-hmm. kind of – he did that like three times in this. Um, mm-hmm. I was initially going to give Carly that whole thing with Carly Cooper um, – prefacing the entire story like devoting all that stuff to backstory as a, as a as a con until i realized not only is it referencing gene wolf but i think that there's this is going into conspiratorial theory folks but there is a specific reason why i think spencer put that in there besides the fact in a homage to um who killed gene wolf why because if you read the discord page you know why i didn't read the discord page what what happened because i believe <laughs> that kindred is carly or rather kindred is actually carly's Shadow, in a way, I know. Yeah, I know. I know. Carly, but if you put Carly and Kindred side by side, you can see a lot of parallels. Like what? Okay, I've got seven of them. Whoa! Um, <laughs> I didn't know yeah. it was on the uh-huh. band. Go ahead. Oh yeah. Oh, I got. I got a few of them. You, you bro, actually, are you are you in a necktie? You did you? I was wearing a neck. I was wearing a necktie. Oh, okay. I I was out. I'm like, yeah. you were really yeah. dressed up, making yeah. us look like fucks. <laughs> no, but, but yeah, I mean, I've got seven reasons. Seven reasons why. Because you, sound, you sound like a, a clickbait website. I've got seven reasons why. <laughs> I know. I know. But you won't know. believe what number four is. <laughs> well, well. Go okay. ahead. Okay. Aside, from, well, let me see if I can count them off. Aside from, let's see. Number one, he Kendrick, if you notice, he kind of talks a little bit like in a lover's term. Carly Cooper was was Peter's ex girlfriend. And number two, um, she Kendrick always talks about Kendrick's mo. Entire mo is like how he believes that Spider Man kind of ruined people's. It's actually the real endangered people's life, loved ones' lives and ruins them until because he's Spider Man. If you look at Carly Cooper's story, that totally happened. Um, number three. Um, she, you know, Kindred kind of knows who Norman Osborne is. So does Carly. In fact, she was friends with Terry Osborne and Lily Hollister, who and also by pro- and she also became a goblin, as it evidenced by the backstory too. Number four, she is best for you know, uh, Kindred was very protective of Mary Jane. In fact, he arranged it for her to basically leave the book for to Hollywood and everything. And who is Mary Jane's best friend? Carly Cooper, who and also who they talked about Peter quite a lot. Number five, um, Kindred is all also kind of has um let's see number five. Oh wait number five um knows how he looks kind of like a little bit of a corpse kind of thing what does carly cooper do for a living she's a forensic oh, pathologist man. who studies dead bodies uh number six um we've also we had <laughs> yeah, number six we've also had situations where um you know if you remember you know kindred kind of feels like you know the idea with kindred spirits of thing remember i know this is kind of meta but through and all through Banner Day, we've been always told that, oh, Carly and Peter were so perfect for each other. They would have so much in common. You might even say they were kindred spirits. Um, oh, no. And number seven, number seven, I think it had something to do with um, the idea. Oh, number seven's blanking on me, but, you know. That's enough. Oh, my gosh. Mark, are you putting your flow chart? Are you filling all this in? Does it fit? Because No, had- it doesn't fit at all. Because, oh, man. Uh, thank God. I don't want Carly to be Kendrick. <laughs> it, uh, Kendrick was around long before Carly was, and uh, uh, we don't know with the party doesn't well, work. Technically, we do not know that. We only got that word because of Mysterio. Mysterio believes that she, that Carly sent, you know, sent, you know, that, um, that Kendrick was actually the one resurrected from hell. I'm sorry, but you guys are falling for a red herring. 
<laughs> I love what because Adam said. Mike is taking us through the looking glass like the JFK movie. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I know. I know. I mean, because I think it's because the thing is, I think it's tied back to the lookups. The what? The lookups. You know, the Spider-Man's to be the superhero support group. Because oh, they, oh yeah 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 because they have because I think well I haven't mentioned them in a year or so oh yeah yeah, yeah. because the thing is that, that, that lookup thing is all about therapeutic dealing with therapy and whatever and part and they are partly funded by Doctor Strange oh my god and they use magic stuff and everything involved in there so I think <laughs> what happened and I think what happened in there is like this is part of like this goes into little onion stuff. They were like, okay, if you maybe they were trying to confront their own personal demons, if you will, and things uh, that, you know, we're in a success. Start making the Mike was right shirts again. We've already printed them once. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was your prediction? I forget. What what did you predict a while back that came true? Um, that was, I believe, that the living brain was actually contained uh, Doc Ock's um yeah, brain. Um, that, and also that one flash time, that also did the dance lot would kill off Flash Thompson. Yeah, you. Uh, so we, we printed two runs of T-shirts for you. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, but okay. the thing is, though, we had so many, and the demand was so low that there's a whole bunch of, <laughs> there's a whole bunch of kids in Africa wearing them now. Oh, so, no. oh yeah, Mark. What will you do if Mike is correct? I will congratulate him. On oh, yeah. out. Hey, I could be. Hey, I could be wrong because I could be wrong about this. I mean, I know people think that this is somehow tied into one more day and everything like this, but I think that's a deliberate red herring that Spencer knows full well that he's trying to pull because I think he knows when he pulled that Mysterio thing about Mysterio in hell. You know, was in hell. Like, aha! Remember, remember, friendly neighborhood Spider-Man when that issue happened. You know. Even though that was contradicted before in the previous run, Anthony says right. Kindred could be Carly. I hate Carly, so it wouldn't be a big change for me. Just switch my hate over to Kindred. <laughs> Kindred being Carly would be the most underwhelming reveal in Spider-Man history, next to Green Goblin Four being a faceless clone. Hey, I didn't say it. I didn't think necessarily good. <laughs> we are. You agree with that? Or are we ever topping Green Goblin Four? Uh, well, actually, that would have been Green Goblin Five. Uh, yeah, Josh, but- get it right. <laughs> <laughs> it would be disappointing to be honest it, i would it agree would, it would be because it seems that uh you know while while carly would have some kind of loathing for norman osborne obviously yeah. uh it just seems that kindred's was just really really deep you know and yeah. went back a long way uh Adam says it's Ned leads yeah. And uh, the, the loathing for Spider-Man 2 just seems to go back a long way. And and uh, I don't think that Carly's uh, – it just didn't strike me that Carly has that enough, enough of a history. But you know. All right, Mike. Let's continue your conspiracy theory with this issue. Go ahead, sir. Okay. We we come to issue 46 with a different artist whose name I – you know, completely blanked on, but that's all right. Marcello um, Ferreria. Ferreria. Yeah. Ferreria. It's like not Bagley because <laughs> his nickname is not Bagley. I like yeah. that. But um, so, but before we preface this, we have to preface this issue because uh, once again, because Spencer loves the nonlinear narratives. Um, throughout like the first half of this issue, we basically are we get a lot of these interludes involving um, a person on the street kind of interviews. Um, Conducted with uh, Nor with Nora Winters, who are expl- who are basically eyewitness accounts of what actually happens, um, and what and also we also get some stuff about Spider-Man interjecting what happened too. He's talking to somebody. We'll find out later. Uh, but suffice to say, what happens is uh, the the um, the Lethal Legion, led by a Count Nefaria and uh, you know 
all these other, you know, more bad villains galore, um, basically decide to raid this, I guess, an auditorium to basically steal the scientific MacGuffin. We don't really, it doesn't really matter what the scientific MacGuffin is because that's not really important in the story. But suffice to say, Captain Barry needs it to, to cure him, whatever it is. And so the, the, the Legion, true to their name, start killing civilians. Spider-Man shows up uh, to try to stop him, but he's a little bit off his game because, again, he's a little freaked out by what happened um, with last issue involving sending her in overdrive. And because and who should show up in his pimped out van but Sin Eater? And why is it a pimped out van? Because Sin Eater has become Silar from Heroes essentially. Um, because anytime he purges somebody from their sins, he absorbs their powers. So when he basically removed, you know, Overdrive Sin, he also gained his powers. And so when he comes in and starts blasting away with uh, with his magic shotgun, um, he's basically, you know, he starts absorbing the other villain powers. And at one point, he uses uh, the Grey Gargoyle's powers to um, freeze Spider to basically turn Spider-Man to stone temporarily because he wants Spider-Man to witness something very important. You must watch this. <clears throat> it goes over to Count Nefaria and basically blows him away, point <clears throat> in the head. And as the crowd watches this, they all cheer and applaud. Yay! Hooray for the uh, the cop killing serial killer, I guess. And so, and then so then. And so then the senior basically tells Spider-Man, you see, um, your, your days are kind of, your days are over. Nobody wants your bleeding heart uh, do-gooderism anymore. They rather prefer my methods. I mean, kind of like when you were back when you were the superior Spider-Man and shot Massacre, point play, Hank and everything, which, by the way, has never been resolved. Of, oh, Ninja vanish and he disappears. Um, and leaving Spider-Man to kind of, you know, kind of. You know, stew like everything like this. Um, after Nora Winters gets all these interviews, she then goes to. We then, of course, hear that sure enough, all the lethal legion they are resurrected, but something weird happens to them. They kind of become very much like a Roddy McDowell. For, no, not Roddy McDowell. It's um. He's playing the apes. No, no, no. Yeah, I'm not not Ron Juan. I'm thinking of Alex uh, from um from Clockwork Clockwork Orange. Red. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um. Because <laughs> Malcolm only, McDowell. Malcolm McDowell, thank you. Because the man only, that killed Kirk. <laughs> mm -hmm. Because not old. Because not only are they no longer evil, they no longer have any aggression. They're no. They're kind of cowardly wimps. Basically, they don't know how to defend themselves. Essentially, they have like, and they're all very apologetic and stuff. They're very kind of like spineless, and to the and so they end up getting taken to um, Arkham Asylum. Oh, excuse me, Ravencroft. I know because Ravencroft is basically Arkham Asylum for Marvel. I mean, come on, we let's sure. admit it. Um, so, and while Nora is there, she finds out that um, the new head of Ravencroft is Norman Osborn. There you go, <laughs> and so she's and she's like, "Wait a minute! How did the heck did you were a patient here? How did you take? How are you running this place?" And Norman Osborn basically just says, "Because." Screw the rules. I have money. I mean, that's basically what it amounts to. Um, and so she and so Nora's he's allows Nora to basically conduct one of the interview with Count Neferia, Neferia. But he there's also kind of a mention that there's something mysterious behind this like vault door that we're not supposed, you know, something that they're trying to keep locked away and all like whatever this boom boom thing behind this big giant vault door, which I'm sure will come in later. But Nora interviews Count Neferia, and Neferia's like, oh, you know. 
kind of freaked out. I'm really, really sorry for what happened and I should be punished and blah, blah, blah. And I, but he's also kind of losing his memories, kind of hazy and everything. Um, and we also, we did finally, we eventually come back to Spider-Man to find out who he's talking to. It wasn't Nora. It was actually Carly. And he's talking to Carly, who's looking like she lost a week of sleep. And he's talking, and they are in the hospital where Overdrive is hooked up to life support. Um, and and Spider-Man was basically, okay, what happened when, when Overdrive came back to life? Because why, what happened here? Why is he like this? He assumes the senator has something to do with it. But speaking of the senator, he confronts Nora in a parking lot and inside her car, and there's a big blam. And to be continued. Okay, what's your grade? Um, I'm also giving this a B as well. I mean, a little bit of a slightly downgrade because of you know the other thing, but you know. Dark Mark, what's your grade? A. Javi, A minus. Jr. Uh, I gave it a C plus. Kelly, I gave it an A minus. Um, I do want to say one little thing on mm-hmm. Mike's stuff. I didn't really take it. I didn't read it as they were being spineless cowards as much as it was trauma. Cause it was well, almost like all the trauma they inflicted got mm-hmm. put back on them in some way. And they were literally there's, they are scared. Well, yeah, completely. but, but the point is, but the point is that they have no aggression. I mean, I've made the spineless cowards as a consideration, but they have no aggression whatsoever to the point. They can't even defend themselves necessarily. They're almost well, like they have, like they literally cannot help, but do, they have. They're almost like like I, I compared the clockwork orange for a reason. They cannot hmm. do anything that is remotely aggressive or negative at all. Well, yeah, the, but it. Yeah. I just I just meant that it it's not that they they seem weak as much as they just seem. Oh yeah. Beyond. Sure, there is that too. That is Compared. that. Yeah. Yeah. My my grade C minus. Really not digging this one either. The mm-hmm. art didn't have Bagley with it, so that's not helping it. That uh, helps. That that did help it, Mark. You you're evil, uh, <laughs> Mike. Uh, what's your? I know, but it's Bagley. I have. I'm looking at his commission right behind my I monitor. <laughs> okay, Mike. Uh, pros. Um, I do think it's a. I mean, even though it's kind of one of those issues where it's once again the Mar- It's basically portraying the Marvel citizens as kind of you know oh idiots essentially. Um, the thing is that the interesting implication here, what the senator is doing here, I thought it's, it's kind of a fascinating twist. And I know I maybe sound a little bit harsh about how the bullets turn out, but it's, it gets into this little fascination thing about, are they really contrite? Are they really kind of, are they really is by removing supposedly forcing, forcibly removing their sins, if you will. Um, are they really, are they really kind of, I mean, they, they don't really have any kind of free will of their own anymore. They're just almost like they can't help but be, try to be model citizens. But even then it's like, so I found that, in, that, in, that, that kind of aspect fascinating, even though it gets a kind of weird magical state. So the whole question is, it's, and I kind of hope Spencer, you know, I mean, it kind of goes into it a little bit next issue, but this idea of, you know, well, is what Senator really doing? Is he really doing what is, is he doing the right? Is he really doing what's right? I mean, cause it technically, yeah, so that's what's, that's what's kind of, I like that more. Let's hear some other pros out of anybody else. What mm-hmm. hasn't been mentioned yet? I actually like the art. It's, oh. it's not Bagley, but I thought it had a, a unique style. It's a lot better. 
it's not fair to call it a fill-in artist, but it kind of feels like it's a fill-in artist, but I thought it, it was is. better caliber than some of the other arcs we've gotten lately that I haven't cared for at all. And it's certainly, mm -hmm. you know, a lot better than uh, certain artists I just don't want to talk about right now. <laughs> I don't like them. But um, I, thought the, I thought the art was actually, well, maybe not as... Not as up there as Bagley. I thought it was very detailed. I thought it helped set the mood right. Had a lot of energy to it. And uh, to kind of counterpoint what Mike was saying, I, I took it and I was trying to look through which issue had what because they're all jumbled together for me. Mm -hmm. I took like the the uh, guy who got beat up who didn't fight back. That's Roland, yeah. Roland. I took it like, uh, like Count Nefaria that he was he was accepting it because he felt he deserved it. Not but, that he was too weak to fight back because well, when we see um, the fairy at the end, he tells Carly, he doesn't want to be let out. He exactly. deserves to be in there. And I felt that's why he took that beating. Right. Because yeah. he was too weak or timid or afraid, but okay. He deserved it. Exactly. But, no, exactly. but yeah, but, if, but again, but again, it goes to this issue of, are they really acting upon their free will? Or is that something being forced upon them? Is what I'm kind of is why as why I was getting what I kind of got out of this like yeah they are bad guys and yeah they should kind of like be contrite and everything like this but again they're being forced to you see they're kind of being forced yeah. to behave that way because that because that part of themselves that would have been able to choose right or wrong has been taken from them you see that's why I was kind of going where we're making that comparison thing like that a little bit with you know Anthony says it was better yeah. than Bachalo art I would agree <laughs> oh, he, he said the oh. artist. Yep. Oh, I said the one I was Oh, he took the words out of your mouth, Javi. Oh, I didn't <laughs> yeah. even know that's what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, uh, other pros that we haven't I mentioned. I love the power set. Um, uh, okay. It was before when we had um, the Peter David uh, written story. Senior's just a guy with a shotgun. I mean, he's he's a little bit more enhanced, but he's, he's nothing that uh, Spider-Man couldn't handle in his sleep. But yet he gave Spider-Man such a big run for his money. And now we're flipping it. He's got a huge power set. And I went and looked up the powers of all these guys he just stole their power from. And, and he could take on the Hulk, no problem. He can lift 100 tons. You know, he's got the laser powers. He can whirl uh, so fast. And um, and next issue, we actually see him using all these powers. And it's just, you know, this, this is a whole different flip. You know, so we're not just, it's not like the Craven story where we're just trying to reset the Craven story. He's taken the Sin Eater story into a different direction. I kind of like that. Yeah. Okay. Mm. J.R. Kelly, anything else you want to add? Norman no? Osborne. Norman, yeah. What are you thinking Norman Osborne being back in a miniseries that J.R. didn't read? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I just enjoy him being like, he, there is a lead in for him in this story. So I'm just excited that he, yeah. you know, will be there. So anytime he's actually <laughs> involved is a lot of fun. Uh, we're laughing at Josh Nelson's oh, comment. Yeah. A drunken hobo with a paintbrush would be better than Chris Pachalo. <laughs> oh, wow. wow. That is, so that would be Jr. if he penciled it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, Cons con real quick to, so we can get to the other issue. Um, ahead, Mike, I think the off. con with this, I mean, maybe because I was kind of taken aback a little bit by the Norman Osborne scene suddenly like, Oh, I'm in charge of Ravencroft. Maybe because I had to read some kind of, tie-in beforehand to figure out what that was which i didn't and so which is again 
And the other thing is too is, um, <laughs> yeah, I think I think it just in terms. I think that was mainly my main gripe, aside from the from the fact that it just seemed like, I mean, that it just seemed like that just kind of seemed like it came out of nowhere. To me. Yeah. I mean, but again, that's something. But again, it's it's something I probably had to read another book comic to read for understand the full context of it, which I didn't, and I'm sure not a, many people did. So I yeah. I didn't. Um, yeah. yeah. I'll agree with you on that, uh, except for we don't have to read the other bit. You know, mm-hmm. Spencer doesn't make us have to read the other bit. He just says, that's "Oh, he's back. let's go." You know, yeah, I just read. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to go back yeah. and read. Right. Yeah, uh, cons for me: very little uh, Peter Parker uh, alter ego stuff. Uh, it's it's all Sin Eater all the time, <laughs> and Nora Winters in there. That digging the art. I, there's no Mary Jane. There's no supporting cast. Uh, this is like the amazing Sin Eater book for me. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not, there's not much Spider-Man for me and I'm hmm. not digging that at all. So that's my main con. Yeah. And, uh, Norman didn't bring his teeth, uh, <laughs> oh. to this issue. Yeah. You know, it's like he's cream corn Norman, you know, it's like, hmm. uh, Oz corn Norman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right. Dude, Unless we have any other sinister when you have no teeth. By the way, uh, Devil Breaker wants to make this joke. It's the sinister thinks he's an angel with a shotgun. There you go. Uh, (laughs) Any other comments before we move on? So we're not late for the nine o'clock show. All right, Javi. All right, serious. Correct. You got this one. Yep. Short and sweet here. Nora's showing Jonah the video she made of Sin Eater's manifesto. As it turns out, she shot him after he surprised her at the end of last issue's cliffhanger, but he pulled the bullet out magically and healed. So Nora releases the video and it goes viral, attracting followers to his work. At McCarthy Medical, Spidey's visiting a comatose overdrive and Carly. Uh, She reveals that fellow officers left him in that state, not some sinister side effect from being shot by the Sin Eater. So that theory of Spidey's is out the window. Mm-hmm. At Union Square, Sin Eater's gathering his flock and all who enter don his face mask and wear a similar attire. Spidey sneaks in as a mysterious new acolyte begins to be or begs to be cleansed. Sin Eater's going to oblige them when the web slinger leaps into action. So Sin Eater uses this as a teaching moment. There will always be heretics. Spidey tries to appeal to the crowd saying that this is going to end in tears. Sin Eater tells Spidey to try and stop him, and they fight, but the wall crawler is outmatched by a mystical Sin Eater with the power sets of all those he's cleansed. So as Sin Eater takes a break from beating Spidey, he goes into monologue mode, revealing his next target. J.R. Fett... I mean... (laughs) So I gave this one a B+. Okay. Uh, Let's go around the horn. J.R., what's your grade? Uh, I gave it a C. Uh, okay. Kelly? B plus. Did you say B? B plus, okay. yeah. Uh, Mike? B plus also. Mark? B. D, out of me. Ooh. Oh, Ooh. even worse. Even I worse. Think I, know what, I, think, I think I know what the D is because it might be my con about that. I mean, I don't know. I'm just assuming. I but. just don't like this at all. Okay. Uh, Javi, pros, what did you like about it? I, mean, I, you, thought it, you loved it? I thought it had a wonderful sense of mood. There was a foreboding throughout the whole mm-hmm. issue. And uh, they highlighted the chess game. You don't know who's playing chess. They're a shadowy figure. But it's, you know, subtly trying to tell you that 
you know, things are going and things are being placed in motion. And I like that it delved deeper into the, it wasn't just a, a good guy versus a bad guy, but it's dragging in the, the populace of New York into the story and trying to say something about human nature. Yep. I, I, I get what you're saying, Brad, about not enough Peter. Um, mm -hmm. And I also, you know, that the tone isn't right for amazing, but every it's now not. and then, every now and then I think it is okay to have these stories, these stories that stand out and call attention to themselves for being a little bit different. And maybe by the end of it, we'll have a better sense, but Where, the way that the there's art, not enough Spider-Man in it though, dude, there just is not. I mean, do you, do you find there's enough Spider-Man in it or is the Sinead or the, the, the star of this book? I felt there was less Spidey in this issue yeah. compared to the other ones. Yeah. And I mean, I do agree with you. I miss the Peter subplots mm -hmm. and I miss, Mary Jane, but if you look at something like Craven's last hunt, he wasn't, you know, spending a lot of time going to the daily bugle. And this is something similar in tone to that. I mean, if you look at the pages, the art is very dark. The shadows are everywhere, not just on the actual page itself, but it uses a lot of shadow to kind of set uh, the mood. I, I real quick. I think Joshua said the rudest thing ever. I am turning into Jr. That is. I would take that as a compliment. That I was insulted, Brad. Brad, not you. You were so. insulted, Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Brad is more negative with his grading when he isn't wearing a Spider-Man crawl shirt. Crawl shirt. Mm. Spider-Man crawl, crawl shirt. There, there crawl you go. Shirt. There you go, Brad. Oh my um, gosh. But to, go ahead, but everybody. But to latch on to uh, Javi's point there, I mean, I mean, yeah, I think in in some ways this is a much tighter story. Uh, one number one number two even though as much as i was kind of almost like jokingly about when carly says like you know prior to my you know to finding out my dad was you know you know actually a piece of piece of piece of dirt you know i i always you know you know we, i learned not to judge people by their surface i'm like oh so you mean that's what you were doing before i guess you were not a very good detective but um <laughs> um but no i but to talk about the human nature thing yeah like it or not there is an ugly side to to humanity in the sense that they are, we are willing to follow those who we think tells us, tell who tells us what to hear. And I know I don't want to get too political or anything, but I mean, if you, whatever you're regarding the political spectrum, I mean, you can kind of, I mean, and Spencer can get political as we know, there is a little bit of some parallels there with, with this, with the people going, coming to see or watching their little thing, viral thing and taking up, I a man, a, like a, a figure, like a mask type thing or signia mm -hmm. of his as, as an attire, um, you know, to, to counterpoint Javi's, um, point, um, with Craven's last hunt, you had Mary Jane, you had Craven and he had Spider-Man three moving parts in that story. This one's got Kindred. This one's got Nora Winters. This one's got, uh, what's her name? Well, it Carly doesn't really have Kindred though. No. Well, K Kindred Senator is Kindred's minion, right? Is that mm -hmm. what I'm getting? So yep. he's in the background. It's not like yep. Craven had somebody pulling his strings. Well, he had Vermin in it, but we're not, we're not getting the monologues of like Kindred, you know, laying out his yeah. plan. I I just I don't. It, there's not enough Peter in it for me. There's not enough mm -hmm. Spider Man. It's really he has taken a back seat in the Amazing Spider Man book, in my opinion. I don't I don't like that. I, the other the other writers in 50 plus years have been able to balance the villain with the hero a little bit more than that what's going on here in my opinion so that's why I'm giving it a D <laughs> <laughs> and I am 
drinking Metamucil with JR now, evidently. Uh, any other, let, let's hear some other cons before I, we wrap the I show up. I didn't like oh, the bro. artwork. Carly Same. looks so ugly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah let's take <laughs> like, a look at her. She look looks at like her. she aged like 40 years. No, yeah. Carly. Yeah. Not, Black not asleep. Really. Oh, that's Nora, isn't it? I <laughs> yeah, can't even Nora. tell with this artist. Yeah. The artist's kind <laughs> yeah. of not, not really. No, it, it's not the doing. best. No. Yeah. The other thing I didn't really like about this is when Senior, when Senior, and I hope Spencer addresses his next issue, where she basically said that that Spider Man thinks himself superior and that he screams above himself all like, I'm like, and I hope Spider Man says, dude, that's not he's never because Spider Man has never really thought that. The last well, he did the last time he thought that himself was before his uncle Ben was murdered. Mm-hmm. Because he doesn't, because Spider-Man is the one guy who does not think himself better than anybody else. That he sees himself that he's just a guy. It's just because he has these powers that, you know, he feels like he has a responsibility to use them. It does. It's not that because he feels that these powers make him above everybody else. So I hope that next issue he somehow counters that line of BS that Senior just gave him towards the end there a little bit mm-hmm. but I don't know. You know, who know? You know, if it doesn't, if he, I mean, I I'm just Spencer to kind of. At least have Spider Man rebuke that at some point. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Brad, I, the go ahead. Go ahead, JR. No, I, I was just going to say, I mean, since uh, Brad is turning into me, uh, I was actually going to kind of, sl- I was going to kind of grudgingly support a point he was making. Um, go ahead. I don't. Um, I, I don't know that I, I don't know that I necessarily agree that it's a it's well there's not enough Spider Man, but it's it's like okay here we are the story starting to sag now. You know, yep. and it kind of like I was thinking when I read this originally, it's like, you know, should I just stop reading floppies? Should I just stop reading monthly? Should I just wait for the trade? Because it might all make sense in a trade. You know, I mean, for example, all of like Brad's issues. Well, Brad has too many issues to be corrected, but, uh, you know, the, but his issues with the story, maybe maybe they'll be resolved. And, you know, parts four five and six, it'll come roaring back. But, it, for yeah, four, it's four bucks, four bucks. You didn't figure this out. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's like it just kind of like okay, you know, we start out strong and now we're starting to we're dragging again. So. Pad padding it out. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Kelly, any thoughts or should we wrap it up? I, what do you think? I mean, honestly, I I agree with most most of you guys. I think that my biggest thing is I think that this is trying to set it up as everyone's going to turn against. Uh, Peter and that's kind of kindred's a part of kindred's mm. plan. Yeah. And I, I think that that's where that line came from. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think that it's intended of Peter thinking that he's actually above everybody else. We know that right. he doesn't yeah. think that, mm-hmm. but if the public thinks he's superior right. thinking, mm-hmm. then things are going to get a little bit hairy. And that's, I think that that was the intention behind that. So I'm, I'm ready to see Pete redeem himself from that. I'm ready to see Pete in his own book. (laughs) (laughs) He will be there. I think it's just, I think it's mostly just, there's so many, there's a lot of depth in what this story is supposed to be. And it's, it's just kind of spinning its wheels. It's a really slow start. Enigma mm. wants to know if anybody cares at this point who Kindred is. I bet Mark does. I do. Yeah, I, I care, but I'm I'm losing interest the longer we're. We kind of we kind of need this mystery solved. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Right, I mean, can you give me a favor? Put the cover up on the screen of this issue. 
Yes. Yeah. This okay. is my biggest con. Here. Uh, the- oh, there, okay, there you go. Okay. Nowhere in this whole entire issue are there any demonic reindeer. And we have <laughs> demonic reindeer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What the heck? Yeah. Uh, well, Spider-Man's not playing any of his little reindeer games like Rudolph. He's not playing. He's going to take those trees out. But we never mm-hmm. saw... It's probably hidden in a miniseries somewhere that we didn't see solicited. Spider-Man versus the reindeer trees. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway. Guess what, gang? We are going to do some karaoke. So, right. so for the people that are still... Uh, uh, that are in this call, you don't have to sing... You can sit and judge. <laughs> if you would like, me and Kelly and Mike as we sing. And Javi, too. Are you going to sing, Javi? No, I'm going to turn in for the night. Oh, you don't want to sit. Yeah. JR, you've been judging me for years. You don't want to sit and watch <laughs> us sing? Well, no, I mean, I don't need any new material. You know, I mean, it's like, uh, and, 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 and plus, you know, when we do more shows next month, I'll just you'll just give me more material. So I don't even need this. All right. It's, and Mark, it's for me, so I'm gonna. All right, and Mark, you're bowing out too. You you said the all internet right, can't handle it. Typically based that I shouldn't be doing any singing. All right, so um, yeah, I'm, we're gonna start the show up in just a minute. Uh, thank you all for watching. Uh, we got that done in an hour three. Facebook's gonna kill my my uh, thing if I don't start the next show. So, all right, we will be back. Jr., Mark, and Javi, always a pleasure. All right, I will all see right, you. Bye, everyone. See Mike, you. I will send you an invite, and Kelly, I will send you one too. Well, that's a wrap on that episode. I hope you liked it. Uh, one more time before we wrap it all up, I want to remind you about uh, Patreon.com/slash Crawlspace. Log on there to get exclusive thank you content, which uh, one of them is the Spire Satellites, where we review all the books that aren't amazing on that episode. That's a thank you to people that help support this podcast on our website each and every month through Patreon. There's also several other podcasts that are up there that are fun to listen to uh, that I think you'll get a kick out of. But again, it's patreon.com slash crawlspace for exclusive content and also support things you like, like this podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. 